something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's Wedding Confessionals. Well, now it's feeling easier to do this because I've done it. Okay. You know, That's earlier. Good. You ready? Yeah. I feel like this is this is cash now. I'm it's ready. not as yeah. big a deal. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Welcome to another episode of Wedding Confessionals. I'm Brooke. And I'm Pam. And the only thing we love more than weddings is talking about weddings. Welcome to the first real episode. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. So if you skipped ahead, um, first of all, we did talk a little bit of shit about you guys. Just, just a, a teeny, teeny tiny bit. It was like lovingly though. Yeah, we yeah. we love you. Same stuff I would say to your face. True. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but we think that maybe, in my opinion, a person who skipped and went straight to this episode, mm-hmm. I know these people and I'm, I love these people. These are my friends. Okay. But like these are the people that like they get a piece of Ikea furniture and they don't read the instructions. They you know, that would like together. the asexual blob and like a couple words and they're like, I got this. Right? <laughs> the other people that are like, I don't need directions. You know what, though? They did miss some good bridal breaks. So, yeah. so I mean, if you skipped, eh, you, you might want to go back and listen. Speaking of not having directions, mm-hmm. do you want to do something crazy? What's that? So, um, it's a long story, but stupidly, my husband and I had to get new Our cars both died on the same day. Right. We both had to get cars in one weekend. It was, I hate buying cars. Was so, it, imagine it was a me big buying weekend. two. It was a stressful, expensive, terrifying weekend. But anyway, life happens. You move forward. He um, has, uh, he doesn't, mine has the Apple CarPlay in it. So you just plug in your phone and all the apps are kind of synced up to it, which nice. is really good for me because I love technology and I love my iPhone. So I loved it. Perfect. His, he didn't, said he didn't care. So he got one that didn't have the Apple CarPlay, which is fine. Like whatever. Like this is my first time having it. It's kind of a newer feature. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got in the car and I was trying to use his GPS in his car and he was like, I was like, well, what button? Because there's all these different buttons. And I don't, and, you know, I've never, this is a newer car and it's not my car. So right. I'm like, Which, well, how do you get to the GPS? And he's like, I don't know. I'm like, well, I mean, I do you just like, use it. Like, do you have your phone? He's like, well, I just always know where I'm going. It's like, so I don't need the GPS. I'm like, you never use the GPS. He has no plans to learn how to use the GPS on his phone. <laughs> he's not even like pulling out the manual. He's like, I, I don't need the manual. It's fine. I always just know where I'm going. Well, what a bold statement. I you know, always know where I'm going. The annoying thing is he doesn't. He misses the turns all the time. Sure he does. And I got to get him back on track. Well, even, I mean, I like to just do it, not even if I know where I'm going, Yeah. just for traffic. Traffic, because yes. Because traffic. Los Angeles. Yes, it changes all the time. You gotta know. Yeah. Your go-to route might not be the route you should take that day. It's just true. want to check. Just checking. Just check. Anyway, so that's the, guys, we're back to me griping about my husband, <laughs> who listens to every episode. Hi, babe. <laughs> 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 anyway, so um, those are those types of people. I don't know if he'd skip the episode. He might. Really? Sometimes, he's, sometimes he skips over those instructions. He's like, I got it. <laughs> anyway, but so. for those of you who yes, did long not. Long story short. Thank you for listening. And now we are um, doing confessionals on this one. Yes. So if you didn't listen short, you know, just to catch you up, we're going to be doing only confessionals for the next couple episodes. Yep. Until we're all caught up. Yes. And we're not all well, caught up. Well, for the most part. We're going to try to do as much as we can. <laughs> There's a lot, guys. It's been a while. But we thought we'd do that. And then the guests will start coming back in a bit. 
So this is confessionals only, catching up on confessionals. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Pammy, you want to start with number one? I do. Here we go. This is so fun. Dear Brooke and Pam and awesome guests, which is Ruth. Ruth. Yeah. Ruthie. Yeah. Oh, guys, Ruth is still around. We didn't talk about her last episode. Ruth is here. Still hanging out. She's here. Big old fuzzy belly. She's so cute. She's still the same cute Ruthie. Yeah, she's adorable. Okay. Looking forward to your honest thoughts on this one. I'm getting married in four months and something is bothering me. My mother-in-law-to-be is lovely, but like any older opinionated person, she occasionally annoys me or crosses a boundary. This time, though, she's facilitated her sister in pissing me off. Days after I got engaged, I had a designer in the community I grew up in booked to make my dress. I always knew it would be her. Then I had to do, then I had her do my mom's dress and my mother-in-law's dress. Recently, at my mom's first fitting, the designer pulls out material and says, your aunt's dress is so bold. It's got a boussier and a full-length gown. My mom and I are lost until she says the name of this aunt, and we realize it's my fiance's aunt, who lives in another country, who has no role in the wedding. I was livid. I thought I'd get over this, but it's been weeks and I'm less mad, but still mad. The whole point of using this local designer was to have bespoke pieces that no one else at the wedding had and to get to work with her because I love her work. I even gave my, gave my maids the option of using her, but forced no one because they can pick their dress and they just had to know the color and length. They all opted no. I just felt like this move on the part of his aunt was so a part of her, but so about her, and it's not her day. I've asked my fiance to bring this up with his mom that I'm pissed. No, I don't want his aunt to change her dress plans. I just want my objection noted. Am I tripping? From, I'm not really, I'm not a petty bridezilla, or am I? <laughs> mm, okay. Interesting. So we have someone getting married. Yes. She also, I think it's very cool that you know a local designer that you want to work with. That's so cool. I mean, I'm not, I didn't have that. I'm not that cool. I know. We live in Los <laughs> Angeles. I know there's local designers. I can't name any. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not cool. Mm-mm. So first of all, you're very cool for knowing this sort of thing. I love that. Um, I definitely, I think the shock isn't so much even that the aunt is doing this, is that the way you found out about it. Yes. I think that not having you in the loop about this is adding to your feeling of this being sort of like, a little out of left field. True. But how did this aunt know that she this is where she would be going and having her dress designed by? Like, I'm sure if the mother-in-law, because this is the mother, so this is, I'm guessing this is, because it said the mother-in-law, I'm guessing that's her, her sister. So the, mm-hmm. the, the, the woman who's getting married, I believe to a, a man, I, there was not, I don't think, believe she specified, but whatever the other person she's getting fiance to, the fiance the fiance's mother's sister yes okay so my guess is mother-in-law or future mother-in-law just chit-chatty with her 
her sister on the phone and just so excited and telling her about this cool fitting she had. Mm, that's right, because she's doing her and yeah. the two moms dresses. So she's like, I went to this cool designer. I'm having my own dress made. This is going to be so cool. And I can just see the other sister either be one, jealous or two, excited. Mm -hmm. There is a chance that this is just a dopey person who's not thinking twice about how weird this is. By the way, first of all, do, do you think it's like, is it weird, Pam? I don't think so. Because <laughs> I'm okay. I think like the bride. I think it's a little weird. First really? of all, how are you getting your dress made? We don't even live there. You're getting this bespoke dress made without actually like I guess trying. I guess you're just coming for a fitting call today yeah I think it's a little I I understand where the bride is coming from I understand it being like this feels like you kind of shoved your way into what was sort of a thing that I was doing with certain people and just like you just came to the party without being invited I think that's her vibe I'm just telling you I think that is her her point of view. I can see her point of view. And at the end of the day, we cannot control our feelings. We can only control our actions. So she has a feeling. Yes. And the thing is, she's being smart. She's not immediately raging. Like she even said, I haven't talked to my mother-in-law about it yet. Like I am, I went to my fiance and was like, I'm pissed. This is weird. Blah, blah, blah. And she yes. let it out. Which is, which is all good. Totally good. Yep. So now the question is, do we take it a step? Do we keep going? Do we keep widening this net of knowledge of, I don't like that this is happening? Well, I think no, because the train is already going. And so you're just going to make it weirder at the wedding if you make it. I mean, the wedding is about you. You don't have to worry about that. It, everybody's going to have eyes on you. And if you make this ordeal about like being pissed about this dress and everybody knows about it, the mother-in-law knows about it and then the aunt knows about it and there's this kind of weirdness, like, you know, I feel like you let it go. You, you get it off your chest with us, with your fiance, be mad. Okay, it's a little weird. I don't think it's that weird. But you know, I get it. You have, you know, it's doesn't make sense to you. But in the long run, like, it's not it's, you know, I'd say let it go. Don't don't make it a big deal. I agree that it's going to add more stress to your life because there's no way the mother-in-law is not going to talk to the aunt about it. Oh, there's yeah. no way. Everybody's so going to know. If your fiance tells the mother-in-law, his mother, there's no way it's not going to get back to the aunt. So the, again, the the net isn't just going a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep it's going to keep spreading. The web's going to keep growing. Yes. And then it's going to become like you said a bigger deal. I do think you need to spin this a couple ways in your head so that you can stop being annoyed about this cuz I totally get it. Sometimes things annoy us and that's that's life. That is what's going to happen sometimes. Yep. Yep. But it's how you can kind of like make the best of the situation. One, there's a designer who you love, who's making some money. So you basically gave her an extra dress to make. She is getting extra business. Mm -hmm. That's great for her. If you like this designer so much, you're helping her stay in business. So you can see it. Think about it from that point of view. Okay, that's good. Second of all, your mother obviously knows about this. Your mother was in the room when this happened. I believe your mother must have the same vibe as you because you both were shocked. Right. This has to be the inside joke that you keep with your mother. And it's going to be hilarious on the wedding day. You're going to have to get a picture with her and this damn dress. Like, you got to just like be like, this is nuts. This is something kind of crazy. This kooky aunt who doesn't live here. 
Like, this is just a weird thing. You may never be a part of the party. Exactly. It's just going to be this like funny thing of just like, here's this lady that did this crazy thing, but it could have been worse. And here we go. (laughs) And just kind of just kind of ride with it and be like, that's so weird. But also like, I'm sure it's complimentary. You know, she must like your style or maybe she like either admires you from afar and you don't know it or wants to be more included and maybe this is her way of trying to do that in a weird way that is unconventional is it weird absolutely should you bring it up with other people no no but you brought it up with us and i really enjoyed it (laughs) i was quiet because pam was reading it but i need you to know that like when we first like glanced at this when i first read it before the recording i laughed real hard (laughs) (laughs) she did i had all the reactions you were thinking of i was like oh my god what huh (laughs) so don't think that you're crazy because you're not crazy because i think like you think but i also because i think like you think know that you're gonna have the wherewithal to just take a breath and be like this lady's a little weird but somebody i like made a little cash off of her and that's nice and if this is as bad as it gets then you're doing pretty good oh yeah people did some crazy stuff at my wedding (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. you're getting off well if this is it I mean, I'm guessing unless the aunt's dress is white, then we have another. Then, well, then write us back yes, and let us please know. Please let us know. <laughs> please. That I got to know. Yeah. Okay. You ready for number two? <laughs> yes. Okay. Number two. From Daddy's Not So Little Girl. Dear wedding confessionals and guest and Ruth. So no guests, but that's okay. Too Soon. Soon. soon yes. Um, right now it feels like you're my guest because you're just not in my home very often. I am. Yeah. Welcome. Thanks. I served you a, a beverage. Feels good. I'm a good host. You are. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Getting back to the question. I have a bit of a long story to tell you. So my fiance and I got engaged back in February. It was super, super sweet. And I'm so incredibly happy. Before the engagement went down, though, my now fiance asked my dad for permission. You know, the traditional shit. Anyway. That did not go well. Things were said, people, my fiance, were pushed, and I ended up not talking to my father for almost eight months, except when he would intermittently text me to start arguments. Jesus. I want to respect the fact he is my father, so I tried to tell him about the engagement over the phone before posting it on social media, and he, again, freaked out and said absolutely terrible things to me. Side note. My parents divorced when I was young, and my mom passed away about six years ago, so he's really my only parent, which is why I couldn't just drop him. I'm also the oldest of three and the first to get married, so I understand the situation is a bit strange for him, and it's hard for him to let go, but still, man, this shit blows. Fast forward to August. My father's father, my grandfather, got super sick and later passed. And my father tells me he wants to fix things with my fiance and me, which is great, I think. My problem is my father has a tendency to be a very toxic individual. And if something makes him mad or upset, he'll flip a switch and not want anything to do with us again. I want him to be a part of my day, but he totally blows it off when the conversation about my wedding comes up. Do you have any suggestions on how I can approach the situation without causing World War III? Oof. Oof. That's a lot. It's a lot. That's deep. That's a lot, girl. Yeah. If you're stressed out about this, that is warranted. 
<laughs> yes. It's a lot to be dealing with. Mother yeah. passing, grandfather passing, a difficult relationship with the father. Yeah. But it sounds like a lovely fiance. It does sound like a good so fiance. So the future is bright. Let's remember that. Here's one of the first things that like stood out to me was the fiance was pushed when he was asking for permission. That's not great. That's not a good start. It's not good. But okay, so okay, hmm, hmm. We have. I like. This is what I like. This is what I like. Okay. One. I like the fiance mm-hmm. and the fact that even through all this crazy stuff, he stood by your side. Seems like a good person. That seems to be going in the right direction. Yes. Which is great. Um, because sometimes if you have a toxic parent growing up, sometimes you repeat the pattern. And it sounds like the person that you're going to be marrying does not like to bring a lot of drama, which is great. That's good. Um, the other thing is that you are already recognizing that there is issues with your dad you're using the word toxic you're using like you know you understand he has a tendency for this and that so you're Mm -hmm. very aware of the patterns Mm -hmm. you're always bracing for impact with him so it's not like this is you're getting whiplash you already know something's around the corner it sucks because you never know what it's going to be right it's going to be a good day or a bad day um so i do like the fact that it sounds like you've got a good head on your shoulders that's like tough and that's great so that's a good the knowledge a, is there. Yes. Yeah. And just like in general, just having, you know, acknowledgement and trying to still like not, I, I appreciate you trying to stick it out for the bigger part of the family and you seeing his point of view a little bit, your dad's mm-hmm. point of view being like, I'm the first one. Like there's all this stuff. Like, I just think you're a very thoughtful person. I think it's really cool. Yes. I'm trying to give you a nice compliment because this is a this is tough. I feel bad for you. Um, huh. I think that you need in my opinion, to make two plans. I think you need to make a plan as if your father is coming to the wedding and you need to plan as if he isn't. And just kind of, because it sounds like with this guy, you're not going to know until the day of. Mm. He has a tendency to blow up, but then he comes back. What do you think, Pammy? Well, she says, I want him to be a part of the day, but he totally blows it off when the conversation comes up. So yeah, I, I think that's a fantastic idea to have two plans. Yeah. Um, and do we have any suggestions on how to approach the situation without causing World War III? Well, one of the things that kind of stuck out to me um, was this, this dad is just, he's acting like a toddler. He is throwing tantrums. He is not getting his way and he is throwing a tantrum and, I, I like the fact that you're like, okay, you let him have his tantrum. He didn't talk to you for eight months, but that didn't stop you. It's not stopping your wedding. So he's going to continue with these tantrums because he's not getting his way. Um, I think setting boundaries is a good thing for you um, along with those those plans. So you can say, you know, you you can come to my wedding. I want you at my wedding, but I'm just not going to allow, you know, A, B, and C. I'm not going to, you know, uh, I'm not going to let you throw these tantrums at my wedding. This is my day. So if you want to be a part of it, I want you to be a part of it. But also, if you're not going to be there and be happy, then you don't get to come. And I think you need to, unfortunately, be the adult. (laughs) That happens sometimes. And you have to, you, you just have to step up and make those, those boundaries 
And it's up to him whether he wants to abide by them and show up and be a part of your day or not. And I think by you doing that, being the oldest will also help your siblings and so that this pattern won't continue at theirs. And, you know, I think that's that's what how, how you start with that. Is yeah. Figuring out what works for you. Agreed. I think, again, the idea, like you were saying, that like you keep moving forward. Don't hold off locking in a date because of this. Don't hold off putting together the rest of the bridal party because of this. Don't hold off on anything. Yeah. You keep moving forward. Keep him in the loop. If he doesn't want to know about it, you'd be like, maybe you send it in an email. So when he wants to see it, he can read it. You know what I mean? That way, mm-hmm. maybe it's print. If that's easier, you can tell him over the phone. And if he's like, I don't want to talk. I was like, that's cool, dad. I'm just going to shoot you an email. So you're in the loop. And you know, like when you want to read it, you can. And if you're not interested, then that's okay. It sucks because you kind of have to like manage your expectations about what to expect. Because he might let you down, but he might not. Or maybe the day of, you know, I mean, I, this sounds like an unpredictable person and I'm not going to make predictions, Right. but it sounds like the best you can do is what you can do and focus on what makes you happy and focus on, it sounds like the rest of your family, you're not talking beef about your siblings. So hopefully things are going great there. And hopefully things are going well with his side of the family and just kind of, you know, obviously I understand your need to address this and try as much as you can to keep this person in your life and keep this person. I get it. And I respect that, but also don't let it absorb too much of your heart and your time because what happens is you end up, you could take that time and put it on the people that are really giving you that love and that attention, that positivity that you need, because you know, when, when you need to focus on those people. That's right. Yeah. And we wish you a lot of luck and let us know how it goes. Let us know how it goes. And I think things are going to, I think you're going to have a good day because it sounds like you've got a good person in your corner and you got a good head on your shoulders. You and I'm excited for surrounded. you. Yeah. And have a good one and let us know. <laughs> <sighs> I wish the best for this person. It'll be all right. Yeah. You want to go to number three? Let's do it. Okay. Um. All right. Yeah. This next one's fun. I, I lived this one. Um. <laughs> Hi, Pam and Brooke. I adore and am living every day for this podcast. Sweet. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yes. I've begun planning my wedding and want advice on how to handle this situation. Ideally, my partner and I don't want to have kids at our wedding, or rather some specific kids at our wedding. I'm the youngest of the cousins in my family, and growing up, we went to my two cousins' weddings. At my sister's wedding a few years ago, she invited our aunt and uncle and cousins and their children. Combined, now they have five kids. At my sister's wedding, their baby was screaming the entire ceremony, which one, rude for a parent, not the baby. Two, take your screaming kid out of the ceremony. Right? Uh, I'm not close to that part of my family, and I'm certainly not close to their five kids. We've literally met once and live on opposite sides of the country and never see each other. I wouldn't have a problem telling them that it's an adult-only wedding and their kids are not invited. But the problem is that there are other family friends I want to invite whose four kids I'm very close to and love very much. How do I make my wedding a no kids except the ones I like, especially if the kids I like are not a part of my family? Do I just not invite the aunt, uncle, cousins? Or do I just invite the aunt, uncle, and not cousins? 
Your advice and humor is very appreciative from no kids except the ones I like. (laughs) So, um, I had a situation like this. What about you? (laughs) Yes, I did too. (laughs) Okay. I think this is definitely a universal problem that comes up a lot. You're not alone. (laughs) The what to do with kiddos Mm -hmm. between one Will the children make noise during the wedding? And two, how much is it going to cost per plate for you to bring your kid for the food they're not going (laughs) to eat? Yeah, it's definitely kids or no kids. Yeah. And how do you? mm, I like this. I Mm -hmm. like this a lot. What'd you do? Well, I wanted to have a no kids wedding. Mm -hmm. And then I remembered that one of my bridesmaids literally just had a baby so I was like oops okay there's definitely gonna be one kid and then it turned into okay just that one baby mm-hmm. just the baby just the baby you gotta bring the, she has to feed the baby I she's mean. gotta bring the baby also the baby was cute I want to see the baby um and then um one of my husband's family members wanted to bring their two small children who he adored and I had met a couple of times and they're so sweet and I was like absolutely <laughs> And the problem so it's is three kids. I got three. And then, you know, this our wedding was in rural Maine. And it's, well, you know, so-and-so heard that their kids are coming. So kids are invited, right? To which my mother-in-law casually in the grocery store goes, yeah, of course. <laughs> now we've course. got five extra kids coming. <laughs> and then it just kind of grew. So I went from being like, no children at my wedding to just literally give it in completely. I couldn't, I couldn't fight it anymore. What am mm, I going to do? Yeah. And it was all people on the other side of the fan, like his, his side of the aisle or whatever. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know these people. I don't know how to tell them that bitch, I'm too broke to be paying for all these babies. <laughs> I was like, how many, how many plates? Okay. <laughs> like sweating it out. <laughs> like, Quit inviting people. Oh, okay. and i'm thinking about all the people that like due to space and location and money that i didn't invite like college friends that weren't able to come like i couldn't invite, like all the people on my short list that didn't make the cut and now these rando babies are in the picture and i was like well this is life man i just gave i was too tired i was too stressed out i didn't even put up a fight eventually i just kind of just succumbed to the children the good thing was that my wedding was on an apple orchard. So um, the children were all quiet during the ceremony because they were eating apples the entire thing. Perfect. Yeah. So they're built in, built in snacks. <laughs> um, what happened to yours? So I, I knew that I definitely wanted an adult wedding. No kids. Yeah. You had drinks served before the ceremony. <laughs> like you do. It was very adult. <laughs> I enjoyed that. That was great. Um, I was drinking during your ceremony. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, it was great. Um, so, yeah, I I mean, and that was a part of it. Like, I knew that was, that was the environment that I wanted to host was this fun party, you know, kind of. I mean, there was a wedding there, too. But it was a vibe. It was a vibe yeah. we were going for. And that I didn't think was appropriate for kids to be at. So I felt that, and I told that to my guests for my side, but my husband had that same sort of like, these cousins are very important to me. They were a little bit 
older, so not babies crying. So I I I gave in because I'm like I can't I can't fight it, you know. Yeah. And, and uh, so we we did have cousins. So you gave in too. I did. Okay. So we were both baby pushovers. We get, both gave in to children. They were, like I said, they were a little older. Yeah. And to be honest, they were bored out of their minds because it wasn't meant for them. Yeah, that's fair. So this person wants to definitely wants some kids, but it's the kids she really knows. Yes. And I, I and not only does I think that she knows them, I think there's kind of like a stranger danger. Like I know these kids will be under control and I know enough about how the parents parent that if things were to get rowdy, these parents would be helped. I think that's one of the things. Sure. You know what okay. I mean? I can see Where it. it's like these other little kids, you've met them once. This is kind of a, how are this going to go? You know what I mean? I get it. I get it. I think the only way you can get away with not inviting those children is if you don't invite the parents of those children. Yeah. Agreed. Because you either have kids at your wedding or you don't. I don't think that I don't think you can be like, what do you think? Mm. I guess you can just. I what mean, if they were a part of it? I've seen that where I've seen where it was like, and I don't know what your plans are for your genius. wedding, but you can make it a no kids. But you I mean, the ones that are in the wedding have to be there. They ha- they're in the wedding. They're in they're, the wedding. It's just they're a bridal party. That's yes. a bridal party thing. Yes. Oh, my God. OK, so the loophole, the <laughs> loophole is you tell everybody there are no children in the mm-hmm. wedding. And the, the people that weren't allowed to bring their kids show up and they see these other little kids running around and they feel a little betrayed, but they're like, oh, wait, he's going on a matching tuxedo. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. You know what? It's sneaky, Pam, and I like it. <laughs> so basically what we've done here is we've decided that this, that what there's four other kids, right? There's four mm-hmm. kids she likes. Mm-hmm. You've got to have a stacked flower girl, junior bridesmaid. Yeah ring bearer situation find find jobs for them everyone's got a job. everybody's got a job put them on the payroll you know what that's it don't don't even put them Cater, in their way done. Put, them in the cater. put them at the bar <laughs> <laughs> make one a bouncer <laughs> they got a job what they're gonna be here efficient <laughs> who's a strong reader <laughs> Okay, so definitely that's your option. You yes. can either have no kids whatsoever <laughs> or you can pick the kids you want and make them in your wedding party and that's the sneaky sneak around. Yes. And the other thing is that the cousins that you're inviting, so they, they're from far away. Yeah. So they might not come anyway. Who knows? I mean, some people love they to travel come. for wedding. They I know. will come. Yeah. You can't even like think that way. Because the second you think they won't, they will. The question is... What if the cousins assume that the children are invited and they book the tickets and they don't really talk to you about it, but they're just like, yeah, the kids are invited. Babysitter. Babysitter. Mm-hmm. You don't allow them to come. They've flown all the way to Ohio. On no, well, I think that you have to have the conversations before. Yeah, you got to make, that's, that's the thing. I mean, so after these invitations go out, yes. you make sure through the grapevine, probably not even you, just make sure like your mom or whoever is close to these cousins, make sure that it gets to them. Oh, you know, it's a grown up wedding. What are you going to do with the kids? What do you, when you, yeah. What are you doing with the kids? What are you thinking? I hear it's a child only. Yeah. Not child only. Adult Sorry, only. Sorry, adult only. <laughs> Just that's children. a different, that's a really different wedding. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very interested to see what you do, what trickery you decide amongst the many options we have given you. 
Some of them are a little schemy. Or I want to know if you became a pushover like <laughs> I, I guess. did. And like Pam did. <laughs> and just gave him more like, fuck it. How many kids are coming? 27? I don't care. <laughs> three. Oh, my God. Is that what you had? You had three? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I had. I might have gotten to double digits. Whoa. Were, I like remember during the reception just looking around me and like, who are all these children? <laughs> I knew three of them, but I was like, there's a lot of little litter of children just running around here. (laughs) Anyway, they had a blast and whatever. I got over it. Yeah. Um, So good luck. And please let us know because yes, I want to see if you tried some of the trickery. Okay. Um, On to another one. Yes. Okay. Number four. Ready for this, Pammy? Ready. Okay. Hi, Brooke, Pam, Ruthie, and guest, if any. Ooh. Mm, that's wow. a listener yeah that is a listener you know sometimes we lazy and we just do this alone <laughs> <laughs> she writes or he i'm not sure ruthie please get off the table i don't know why that's so amusing to you she literally got on the table right before we started recording it's true she loves it I, and what does she do up there she just stands so there teeny tiny it's it just looks funny i think she just likes being up so high it's very <laughs> rare for her okay the actual question I'm newly engaged and have been thinking about my maid of honor and bridesmaids. My fiance and I are starting to plan wedding logistics, and I'm thinking of nailing down my bridal squad nine months ahead of the wedding. Is that too early or is that too late? I'm the first to get married of my friend group, so this is new to everyone. I've chosen my maid of honor in my head, and she's awesome. We've been friends for 22 years, and I always knew she'd be my maid of honor. Well, that's sweet. Though she's not very creative or wedding forward, she's single and definitely mingling. And also she's living in a different state. So I'm not too sure how reliable she will be for the traditional maid of honor duties and responsibilities. I think my mother-in-law will be my acting maid of honor, honestly. My mother-in-law and I get along super well. And I now realize I'm very lucky to have a great relationship with my mother-in-law. Some of your confessional stories are unforgivable. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. My three other bridesmaids are also single and they really are trying their best, but they're about as excited as they can get. Since they're not married, they don't really have advice to offer, but rather just opinions. One of these three bridesmaids are super excited for me and I think will be super helpful in the planning process, but it's still her first time as a bridesmaid too. Also, my mother doesn't think I should have two of my three bridesmaids because she doesn't see them in my future forever. My mother thinks it'll be weird, but these two represent my high school years. And I think I'd feel more uncomfortable for them to be bridesmaids rather than just guests. Mm -hmm. What are the expectations of the maid of honor and bridesmaids? What advice do you have as the first of the group to get married? I feel like my bridal squad is so new to weddings that they won't be too much help they're just here for the fun and games love your podcast five stars all around from the rookie bridesmaid (laughs) (laughs) oh you're fun i like you okay first of all i was the first of all of my friends yes so i hear you (laughs) i listen this is what happened to me i went to I think like Barnes and Noble oh no no I was in a grocery store 
and I saw one of those like really thicker magazines. It was like wedding. It was uh, Martha Stewart's weddings, but it was like a thicker one, not like the monthly. It was like some sort of bigger annual thing. Mm -hmm. And I just bought that and just sort of found the basic checklist of things that I needed to do and about when crossed out all the things that were for only rich people. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. And was like, all right, okay, now I kind of have a guide. And then I just kind of winged it. Mm-hmm. So to begin with, don't feel bad if you feel like you personally don't aren't like diving into this. We ended up getting really into weddings because we planned our own. Yeah, we helped other people plan that, and we just over time this happened. Yeah, everyone starts at a newbie, unless you're like literally a person that you know. You were you were first, and then I was second, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Here's the book." Oh, did I give <laughs> you the book? Oh yeah, you did. <laughs> I gave you the book. Yes. All my scribbles. This is just for rich bitches. <laughs> I was broke. Um, okay. There's a couple of different questions in here. Yes. I just kind of want to say that off the top is that you and I understand this point of view because mm-hmm. we very much lived it. Okay. So the first question is nine minutes before, I'm sorry, nine minutes, nine months ahead of the wedding. Is it too early or too late to do announce who your bridesmaids are? I think it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Whenever you want to. You're good. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes people like the day after they are engaged, they just call their best friend and like, you know, it's you, right? Okay, great. You know what I mean? <laughs> so there's no too early, in my opinion. There is no too early. There can be a too late, only for like scheduling. Well, it depends on what your expectations are yes. of your bridal party. Yeah. So you can I mean, wear whatever you want and there doesn't have to be something planned in advance and your expectations are just please show up somewhat sober, then yeah, you can ask them the day before. <laughs> There's that. Okay. So that's, so you're doing fine there. Don't even yeah, worry. You're Whatever you're doing, you're, you're already ahead and you're not failing. Okay. Let's see. The next, uh, next one is the one that she wants to be her maid of honor yes. is not living in the same city or yeah. state even. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what that I, I had that. I think you had that too. Um, Yes, I had. I don't think I did. I just did all just bridal pride. There was no like one person. It was everyone was even. Gotcha. But uh, like almost everyone but one lived in a different place. Right. You had them all over. So I, in my opinion, one of the questions was like, what are the expectations? Mm -hmm. And it really is what you want to make of it. Yep. And it sounds like you're pretty open and flexible since you're new to this. Um. The other thing I can say is that sometimes you put people in in your bridal party because of what they mean symbolically to you in your life and has nothing to do with actually helping you plan the wedding. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're just a a person that's standing in front with you representing the closeness you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there for this really important moment. And that's how much they mean to you. That no point do they do anything besides wear roughly what you told them to and show up on time. That's true. And that's totally fine. And you just described three out of my four. Because <laughs> they were in the city. You know what I mean? What could they do? I mean, they would take a phone call and hear about stuff and be as supportive as they, supportive as they could. Mm-hmm. But what can you do? So I think it's also okay sometimes to lean on people that are not in the bridal party because you're just honest about what's going on. Like, hey, I already have four or nine, you know. And if you know somebody else in your life, somebody you work with, some other like newer friend who happens to kind of be good at this kind of stuff. Coordinating and find doing that. Find that yes. girl who loves to plan parties. Yes. There is a guy or a girl in your life who loves to plan parties. 
that's your person. Well, and also my maid of honor was out of state as well. And she leaned on you because you were local and living in the same city as me. So she, I know the two of you planned a whole lot, even though you were- And I was your guest. Yes. It was fine. I wasn't insulted at all. I got it. I was like, you're having a tiny wedding. You're getting like, you know, what do you get? Two? Two. Two. So I was like, you're only having two. Sister and sister-in-law. Right. (laughs) So it was like, oh, well, this makes sense. So find somebody who's cool with it. But also if you don't, like, I don't think that somebody who's single- who doesn't really know a lot about weddings is necessarily bad at being a bridesmaid. At the end of the day, you just want people that are going to support you and, you know, not necessarily have to help you with all the logistics. And honestly, like you'll be surprised how much you'll be able to do on your own anyway. If anything, they're just kind of there as sort of like opinions on stuff and like, like, you know, like, what do you think of this? Or what do you think of that? Maybe she's thinking of like the, the parties, a bridal party, a bridal party. Like yeah. me, like bachelorette party and mm-hmm. shower. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, um, yeah. Don't let your mother-in-law plan your bachelorette party. That's weird. That's weird. That's the one <laughs> thing we're just going to say right now. Don't yeah. do that. Yes. Um, should she help you plan your shower? Sure. Yes. A lot of times it can sometimes be the bridal party. Sometimes it's the mother of the bride. You know, like it's fine. I'm sure there's some old book that tells you who exactly it should be. And we're breaking sure. all the rules now. Yeah. It's 2021, man. Who cares? Go nuts. She probably wants to. Yeah. And that's what I think. I think there are no rules. You just get to do what you want to do. Um, I understand if you're trying to figure out maybe playing some sort of bachelorette party, you got to find a way to organize that. Um, I would just be open with people to be like, hey, like, is anyone interested in doing this thing? And then see who speaks up and just kind of let them roll with it. I, I think there's nothing wrong with, you know, when you need help speaking up and seeing what happens. But if you are, I think you're smart to like not really lean on people who seem like this isn't either their expertise or their interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, these people are your friends because they're your friends, not yeah. because they're event planners. Party planners. Right. <laughs> yes. So um, I think that, I mean, it sounds like a fun group. I mean, they sound so fun. It's a bunch, nine single girls. You better have a bachelorette party. <laughs> you're gonna have a blast wait where are you getting nine doesn't she say at the top nine did i make no, that up you are that was nine months ahead oh no she's got four she's got her maid four. of honor plus three right okay okay so sorry so guys four. listen we're just getting back into podcasting again that's not the excuse <laughs> double no cobwebs yeah no. there you go. um Yeah, well, and also one of her questions was um, her mother doesn't think that she should have two of the three. And that's actually a really good question um, because there are people who are in your life at your time of your wedding who may not be there for forever. And that's okay. Well, you also can't predict the future. You can't. But if they're important to you now and you've been discussing, you know, weddings and you're going to be in my wedding, then they're going to be in your wedding. And it's your wedding. You pick who you want to be in there. Yeah, I think that's cool. And if you need to add five more people so you can make it nine bridesmaids. (laughs) So I'm right. (laughs) I think it's fine. really pushing nine. (laughs) Really want to I just don't know. go all out. Um, no, <laughs> roll I, deep. No, I <laughs> roll deep. Um, no, I think there's nothing wrong with having people in that, you know, I think, yeah, if you want them, have them. As long as they're a good time and you love them, go nuts. 
the thing is is the expectations are whatever you want if you want to have a big party like you know wild and crazy bachelorette party have that and those are your expectations if you want something quieter where it's just dinner with your you know best girlfriends then that works too you there are no expectations except for what is good for you and works for you and I think your friends it should just be communication of you know what it is that you want yes I totally agree I also think you should take that mindset into planning the entire wedding do it exactly how you want to do it. Don't yes. feel like you have to do certain rules, whatever makes you and your fiance happy and works with whatever you want. Don't feel like you have to do all the things to check all the boxes. Yeah. We're the first ones to tell you. We scratch out a lot of the boxes. And we're we like, did. we're not doing that one. I'm not doing that one. Nope, I'm going to do nope, this instead. Nope. Pam's going to put in drinks before the ceremony before, starts. Yeah, it yep. just moves around the schedule. <laughs> yeah, just do what you want. I think it sounds like you know, you're just getting started and it's a little overwhelming. And I think as you start kind of moving forward and it starts really shifting into place and starts becoming a little more real, it mm -hmm. will feel a little less overwhelming. That's true. And your friends sound fun. It'll be a good time. Yeah. All nine of them. <laughs> I'm never living that down. Nope. I'm tired. <laughs> I can't even, there's no excuse. I'm uh, not no. tired. <laughs> I just, my. I saw numbers and they swirled in my brain. It's fine. It's fine. It's stuck. Um, so I think we should definitely end on that I one because I'm we're done. worried about giving advice moving <laughs> Any, forward. Yeah, we're done on the <laughs> advice. Okay, so um, we're going on to uh, bridal breaks. We are. Bridal breaks, for those who don't know, are just um, fun little suggestions we like to give to brides and also grooms or anyone else helping with the wedding Yes. of uh, fun things to do and drink that have nothing to do with weddings. Yes. You just want fun things. Take your mind off it. For a brief second. Put down the invite list. Put down the seating chart mm -hmm. and live your life. And remember that you're still a human. You're not a wedding robot. Take a break. Take a damn break. And we'll start with your lovely cocktail, which you've already described to me and I'm very excited for. <laughs> so I found this one on liquor.com and it is called Tequila Mockingbird. Okay. And um, I loved the book. Yes. And not Tequila Mockingbird. <laughs> oh, Tequila Mockingbird. Tequila yes. Mockingbird. Correct. Yes. Yes. Um, and this one sounded so good to me. So I'm like, yes, I'm in. So this one has sliced jalapenos. Love. Watermelon cubes. Hmm. Silver tequila, lime juice, and agave syrup. So it's a very light, oh, but it yeah. has the spice of the jalapeno it's like in a there. Spicy watermelon margarita. Margarita, yeah. That sounds lovely. Mm -hmm. I am so in on that. Yeah. I like everything about that. Also, it's not that sweet. I'm shocked. I know. Look at you branching <laughs> out. I'm so proud. A little, little spicy. You've grown so much in these last two years. Oh, give me, <laughs> give me another day. <laughs> All right, I'll go back. All right, cool. Um, so on to my bridal breaks. As I mentioned in the episode before, because I watched a lot of television mm -hmm. probably going to be giving two bridal breaks <laughs> just because i gotta i gotta pull it out there and let you guys can. know yeah, yeah yeah so um the first one is um mythic quest it is a tv show on apple tv mm -hmm. um it's a comedy there's two seasons out right now and in between the two seasons they had two really interesting covid era episodes so mm. I think they really covered it well. So it's Rob McElhaney, who is the one of the creators and stars of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, okay. which was on FX. Mm -hmm. um, 
so it's a comedy and he's a really funny guy okay um but uh it's set in um the workplace of a company that makes a video game so it's video game designers and okay. video game writers and you know gamers and stuff here's the funny thing about me i have played video games very rarely like Currently in my home is the first Nintendo, like the first generation Nintendo, like the first year it came out because my brother and I never played it. My brother got it for Christmas, played it like three times and was like, this isn't really for me. I tried to play it. It gave me anxiety. <laughs> and then it just sat and it's in and you've mint kept it. condition. Yes, That's it still works. Some, you could yeah. plug it in. Um, uh, Heather Woodward, who's been on the show before, actually, when she was over here a couple years ago, popped in the TV. We had to blow on the cartridge to get it to work <laughs> again, but she and then she like blasted through the Super Mario Brothers. And I had anxiety the whole time watching it. The, the anxiety <laughs> has not left. It's still very much there. It's when they drop. They're, they're going to fall. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So I'm not even into video games. Definitely not the modern ones. Like I have no clue about this. It's not even remotely my world. Mm -hmm. But the show is so funny and interesting that it doesn't matter. So even if you're not a video gamer, I highly recommend it. It's on Apple TV. Um, also a shout out to two of the actresses on it, Charlotte Nickdow and Jesse Ennis. Charlotte's character is really interesting to me because she's playing like a leader, but she definitely has a personality that's not as alpha. And it's really fun to see a woman in a leadership role, but not doing it in this like aggressive, like more traditionally masculine way. Mm -hmm. And it's really kind of fun to see how you can do that, how you can still be the leader, right. how you can still, but doing it in your own way and still being you. And I think it's a great, like, I think it's a really cool character to watch. And I think it's really great that that character exists. And I think it's really thoughtful yeah. and she's super funny. The other one is Jesse Ennis. That actress commits so hard to her bonkers character <laughs> and i don't want to give too much away but i mean from moment one she's on camera you're like yes <laughs> and every episode every time her character pops up i'm like so glad she's here <laughs> i yeah. will definitely have to watch it. it is really funny my house turned into a gamer house during covid yeah um everyone but me i do not play it. that i'm good at a lot of things but Video games is not one of them. And yeah. the kids make fun of me. And I'm like, I tried. I'm terrible. I'm right. really terrible at it. But they're, the, everyone else is good. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible too. So you can be on my team. All we right. can lose together. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so that's uh, number one. The second one is, again, the, the first one's more of like a highbrow, like Apple TV. Like it's a really fancy show. Really nice. The second one is Love Island UK. Okay. So, Okay. I know that there is an American Love Island that came out last season on CBS. Mm -hmm. It's going to be on again this season yep. in the summer. It's fine. My personal opinion, Love Island is British and it, ha like, it has to be British. Love Island only is Love Island if I'm reading subtitles because I can't understand half <laughs> of the accents and if I'm learning all new slang. Like I have to like Google constantly what this phrase means. Like I'm learning so much culture, culture <laughs> from Love Island Quotes. UK. So <laughs> the way that it works is that it airs. Um, it's, oh, by the way, Love Island, if you don't know, is a dating show and it's bonkers. Like they basically share a house and have to, after they couple off after the first episode, they have to share a bed. What? Yes. I've never and seen And it's this. a whole room and all the beds are in the same room. What? No, you it's not porny. It's just porny. hilarious. It's not porny. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't like 
I think sometimes that happens, but it's very rare. But it, it's just a goofy, wild show. And the way that it works is it's five episodes a week. It is a commitment. Oh. But it is a huge hit over there. And during the summer when Love Island is on, like, everyone's watching. The problem is, is that the way that it works to watch as an American is that it, it airs on Hulu. All five episodes for the week are like streaming all at once. They just drop them all at once. Mm-hmm. But they air two weeks after the UK stream uh, airs them because UK is like live doing it. Like mm-hmm. they're like bringing them out. And um, so I can't look at like the Daily Mail or I'll get spoilers. Like I have to like <laughs> avoid my go-to British tabloids because like I, I don't want to know too much about Love Island. So um, the other thing about it is that they have a host that's like very quippy and like there's funny little lines throughout the whole thing. So they basically have a voice voiceover of the Scottish comedian basically mocking half of the things that are happening. <laughs> it's like such a weird elevate. It's such a goofy show. Mm-hmm. But if you need something goofy. silly in the summer, it is the perfect like have on in the background, like folding your laundry. There's do like, like just take all of the like true romance out of all of this. It's so silly. Here's the best part. The last season, or I guess two seasons ago that came out, like the big, the last big like cast of these people, mm-hmm. some of them are still together. What? Yes. Like some of these relationships really last. Okay. The other thing is if you're really, really looking for like a deep dive on that Hulu for my American friends and British people, y'all already know this. The first season of Love Island, well, the Love Island reboot. This is all a reboot. They did this before like years and years ago. Okay. But the Love Island, if you go on Hulu for Americans, the season one is the craziest show I've ever seen. The characters are wild. Also, everyone's smoking the whole time. I don't think they're allowed to smoke anymore. It's so, but it's there's something about someone hungover, like ripping a cig with like curlers in her hair and sunglasses. It's so crazy. <laughs> so if you need even more, that first season one, which I definitely watched high on drugs in 2019 before I got my back surgery. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was a dream. <laughs> Anyway, so if you want super trashy, Love Island UK is definitely the show. Right. Doing laundry. So highbrow, lowbrow. You want highbrow, <laughs> you watch your Mythic Quest. It's probably going to be nominated for Emmys. And Love Island is just Not. doofuses and bikinis making me laugh. <laughs> Entertainment. <laughs> yes, exactly. And those are my bridal breaks. I like it. Pammy, we did it. Yay. So we're at the end of the show. Yes. Usually, I would test you to see if you know all of the places where we are. You do. Once again, I've not gotten that list together. <laughs> Thank Listen, goodness. We're, it's going to be soon, though. So prepare it's yourself. It's coming. So last time mm-hmm. I had you name just five of them. Yes. This time, what I think we should do is we will go back and forth and see. You will say one, and then I will say one. And we'll see who's going to get who's gonna get stumped. Me? You don't know? I'm terrible at this game. Okay. All right. You ready? I can do like vegetables or movies or things like that, but all right. Vegetables or movie. Oh, yeah, this game. They go in the back and forth. Yes. Okay. Now I understand. You ready? Can I cheat? No. What? Put your phone down. You just picked up your phone. I thought you were answering a text and then you just shouted out, can I cheat? So you're shifty, but you're honest about it. (laughs) It's fucked up, Pam. I was going to let you go first, but now I won't because okay. that was so mean. I'm going to say I the was easy honest. one. You ready? Apple <clears throat> Podcasts. 
Oh my God, she went first. Apple Podcast is one. Because I knew what you were going to say. I'm going to say Spotify. Um, Podbean. Oh, look at you. I'm going to say Pod. Oh, what is the other pods? There's so many pods. There's a few pods. Fuck. I'm going to go with CastBox. Mix it up. iHeartRadio. Fuck, that was going to be mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, oh, God, am I going to be the one that's stumped? Okay, let's see. I, I think those one. are the five that we did last time. So I was like, ready. Okay, hold on. I get I get 10 seconds before this gets boring. Dun, 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 I do not have the rights to that song, Pamela. I do not. <laughs> so I didn't sing the whole thing. Um, I'm going to say... Pod world? That's not even a thing. <laughs> it <laughs> Maybe it is. Be. It probably is. Okay, so I lost. You you had another one though. Stitcher. God damn it. Stitcher. I, th- oh, I knew you were gonna it's say on my it. Phone. I have Stitcher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Shout out to Stitcher. That's Thank not you, fair. Stitcher. Thank you, Stitcher. Okay, well that's pretty good. Look at us. Right. We're both learning. We're both growing. <laughs> more, you more than me. It's fine. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Okay, so um, we will see you uh, next episode with more uh, confessionals that we're going to punch out there, right? Yes. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, WeddingConfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.